welcome to Sparkle Sparkle Unicorn. We have to do something about this. I'm the only one who looks like a pimp. Hello everybody and welcome to Popcorn Saga. I'd like to thank my beautiful daughter for the intro. This is not Unicorn Sparkle, this is Popcorn Saga. The podcast that takes the movies and TV shows that you are watching and rates them out of 10 popcorns. Now, it is just me today. Jamie is absent. He is not feeling well, so we wish him a speedy recovery. And we will have him back next week. I'm sure so. It's just me. I've done this before. We've done season one all by myself of just me. So this is the Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode three, the Power Broker. So we're just going to go through, you know, a bit of the episodes, what you missed, what Easter eggs might be in there. Like there's a lot of X-Men stuff in here that we'll get to. Um, and because I'm on my own, we'll just have a short breakdown. And then obviously the all important popcorn rating. So. The Johnny Walker stuff I'd like to start with, uh, Dark Captain America, basically gets out of a German GRC police van, I uh, don't know what that means for symbolism, but he's basically trying to capture the uh, flag smashers, and they track a guy down who refuses to give him information, and he gets spat at, he spits at his face, and you can see Johnny Walker's fury that he's holding back so much because he's getting so much disrespect like when he turns bad he's going to be an absolute animal because as we know the serum if we learn from Captain America and the Incredible Hulk it accentuates who you are and what you are that's why Steve Rogers was the ultimate good guy Uh, abomination was an abomination so what is Johnny Walker going to be I can't wait for that. So this episode is big on Zemo. And uh, I kind of feel like it's a bit like finding Zemo. <laughs> I'm so funny. Um, so Bucky and Falcon agree that he's going to know where the serum is. And he hates super soldiers as much as they do. So they're going to go bust him out. Falcon agrees. As uh, soon as Bucky walks in to see Zemo, Zemo tries the words on Bucky just for bants. Somehow he knows that he was killed in Wakanda. Um, but, yeah, that's a great first meeting. And then Bucky is basically... explains what's happening with the, stri- the, with the serum and the Flag Smashers strikes a deal with Zemo to help him. Um, and then when he goes back to Falcon, I absolutely loved how Bucky was explaining the hypothetical escape. And as he finished, Zemo was at, actually escaping. And it sort of showed um, Zemo's skill set as a mastermind, how he escaped. So we're sort of building that character. He's going to become more like the comic book Baron Zemo. Um, Falcon mentioned that the Wakandans won't be too happy that Zemo has been released considering he did kill King T'Chaka, uh, T'Challa's dad which obviously leads to Ayo turning up at the end but we'll get to that um, Zemo again yeah he also hates super soldiers 
So he's going to help them for a bit, but I do sense a bit of a double cross coming. So, yeah, but I'm happy to have Zemo. Um, Then we discover Zemo's family had loads of cars and loads of money uh, from his family in Sokovia, which doesn't exist anymore because he then just kind of an Ultron blew it off the map. Um, but basically, all of Zemo's sort of comic book attire is in all those cars and that car collections he's got. So, like the gold gun, the balaclava. So, it's all references to comic books. He also has a private jet and like an Alfred kind of character. So, that gives Falcon and Bucky their resources because they're not working for the government or the Avengers. They're going to need some money, and now Zemo has it. So, that carries that. Right, next it's Mariposa, the city which is described as like a pirate haven. And this is the first X-Men reference. This is something that is heavily in the X-Men comics mostly, as well as uh, Falcon dressing up as Comrade Mac, the Smiling Tiger, who is a villain in X-Men. So I've got a feeling that at some point we're going to get some mutants. It's good that they're laying foundations for... Uh, the X-Men to turn up in the MCU. Uh, the funny bit, the best bit, I think, was Falcon drinking the snake shot. Like, what was that? Like, snake ball bag? Snake guts? I don't know. I'd have drank it, but that's that's hilarious. Um, Bucky had to act like the Winter Soldier, so that was his disguise. I kind of think he liked it, and he absolutely kicked some ass in there. And then they go and meet Selby, who in the comics, I think, is a man. Go look that up. And... Basically, Falcon's trying to pretend to be this pimp guy, and his sister calls him, it all goes tits up when she calls him Sam, but then a mystery sniper takes out Selby, kills her, so she's not in it for very long, to help Sam and Bucky escape, then they escape and run into Sharon, not Karen, Carter. So do we assume that she was the sniper? Maybe, is that obvious? Maybe there's something else going on? But yeah, it's good to see Sharon Carter. She's basically been an enemy of the state since the end of Civil War. Why Sam got snapped and Bucky got snapped, but they got pardoned. Sharon has still been on the run. Now, there's a lot of theories going around that Sharon could be the power broker. Now, I'm not buying that, but it's a possibility. Okay, then. Sharon gets them out of there and into a shipping container, which leads them to Neagle. I think that's his name. Please correct me if I'm wrong. He is the scientist working on the super serum, connecting that back to Isaiah Bradley. Now, he explains that he's, the reason he stopped doing the super serum because he was snapped, and then uh, the power broker brought him in to carry it on. So when Isaiah Bradley in the previous episode spoke about having his blood taken when he was in prison, that is why for the super serum. He made 20 new serum, which was stolen by the Flag Smashers. Now... Only eight of them have had it. So there's 12 vials left. Who's going to get them? Then Zemo shoots Neagle in the face. And he really doesn't like that super soldier serum, does he? Now, speaking of the super soldier serum, Neagle basically said he perfected it. Into which you won't have to be a muscle-bound Captain America-like guy. You'll still be strong. You'll still be agile. But you'll be unassuming. Right, then uh, uh, the rocket launcher, basically after being shot in the face, uh, they get rocket launched by the power brokers, men. And then uh, Zemo sticks his 
sticks his mask on, his balaclava and becomes full Baron Zemo from the comics, steals a sick car, and then they reference the joke from Civil War where Bucky wants... Uh, uh, sorry, Falcon wants Bucky to move his seat, but he won't, so he has that little callback. Um, and yeah, then they drive away, basically. Sharon, not Karen, gets in a car saying with a driver so she's obviously some high roller in this town there's something we don't know about Sharon maybe it's dark maybe it's not but she says we've got a couple of problems so is she talking about Bucky and Sam who knows right Sam is pissed that this serum has come from Isaiah uh, basically and he says he's going to go destroy that shield. He's fed up with fake Captain America having it. But Bucky then says he's going to get that shield for himself. Now, I would love either one of these guys to get the shield. I kind of want Falcon more, and I think that's where it's going to go. But in the comics, there is a version of the Winter Soldier when he does carry the shield, and he is a version of Captain America. Bucky says he's going to get it for himself. Like I say, I don't buy that. I still think this is a double bluff. I think this ends with Falcon becoming... A version, the new Captain America. Anyway, the flag smashers in this episode are sort of in, in and out with the BRC, the people that are helping the refugees. But then she blows up the GRC building, and her partner's like, "Whoa, that was sick!" Like she's getting more and more twisted. So there's more depths to come from her. Maybe she's the power broker. Who is the power broker? I'm kind of rooting for what uh, Jamie said last week I want it to be uh, Thunderbolt Ross could it be Zemo I think that would suck but it's a possibility um, right Bucky finds uh, a kimono bead and says oh, I'm going to go this way guys where Falcon and Zemo go on and uh, basically a kimono bead is a Wakandan bracelet that they all wear and it's how they activate their tech it's like an iPhone on crack or I don't know a Samsung if you prefer but that's how he knows that there's a Wakandan following him, it's basically how they interact with Vibranium, so A turns up or AO, excuse me if I've got a name wrong and she says Wakanda chooses violence they are pissed that Zemo's been set free um, I didn't see the Black Panther crossover coming but I kind of love it and that's kind of where we leave the episode. There's a lot of interest getting, getting to know Zemo like we've been through. Bucky's awesome in this episode. Sam's a bit of a comic relief. I think Sam's role has lessened a bit as we got on. Obviously, last time we had the partnership, the first episode was him. This is more Zemo and Bucky. But I love that now we've got Black Panther involved. And there's only three episodes left of the first season. So my prediction earlier on that Johnny Walker will get the serum, but it might not even be in season one. Is, is correct so far well we'll see what happens there's a three episodes to go a lot can happen and maybe we'll see some x-men some mutants drop the mic so i guess now it's time to get involved in some popcorn ratings so i'm gonna give it a 6.5 i don't think it's as good as the last episode like i said if you want to know what we thought about the last episode go listen to it um, it was fun, it was good, I really like Zemo, but a 6.5 has been worth a watch and good, so we're staying on a level, we're still building, I think it's a slow burn because it's not just a one-off series, maybe like One Division was, so it's a 6.5 popcorns and because it's just me today, 
that's what it's going to be, 6.5. And my MVP, unsurprisingly, or maybe surprisingly, if you haven't been paying attention, is Zemo. Absolutely quality. Love how he's got money. Um, how, as an episode goes on, he gets his awesome jacket. I would love his jacket. Puts his little mask on. Shows he's a mastermind and he's got stuff behind him. And the fact that Falcon actually references Baron Zemo. So it's the first time it's actually said that it's Baron Zemo, one of the bigger uh, villains in the Captain America comics. Probably up there with a Red Skull. We even get a Red Skull reference. Um, there's, there's a, I probably haven't covered it enough. But there's a lot of good Zemo in this episode. So, yeah. It warrants it 6.5. And the only reason it's probably not 7 is because... I am thinking about the last episode. I enjoyed that more, but I did. I did enjoy this. This is good. The six point five is a good rating. You know, to be a ten, you got to be Avengers Endgame. So remember that. <laughs> this is episodic Marvel. Now, so thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at the Popcorn Saga on Instagram at Popcorn underscore Saga, Facebook the Popcorn Saga, and give us a five star review. Um on apple music apple podcast or wherever you get your podcast you will find us just search popcorn saga thank you again for listening we'll see you next time jamie will be back as will i i'm off to go do a shot of snake bollocks i'll see you on the other side